Hola, listeners. Welcome to Adventure Seed Podcast, a podcast where every show is different. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I fudge that all up. I'm gonna I start love it. I love it. Second. You're Heather. I'm, I'm Whitney. <laughs> and out of 20 <laughs> possibilities, the Dice Gods, well, the Dice Gods really hated us this week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just in general with like, not being able to record and COVID really rampant running around the country everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're a school teacher in pregnancy and stuff. So our intro is a little different this time because we're dealing with some technology issues, but we just couldn't stay away from you. That it, Technology issues is like, Man, that's my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, out of 20 possibilities, the Dice Gods gave us the choice to pick The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, issues one through four by Ryan North, Erica Henderson, and Rico Renze, plus the classic debut of the character from the issue eight of Marvel Superheroes in 1990 for our adventure today. And the reason why we've got all that lumped together is because we like our graphic novels, right? Yeah. And this one just sounded really cool. Heather um, put it in our list of possibilities. And as like, since I got to trick, I, I couldn't, I couldn't say no to it. I just love Squirrel Girl. Well, and what I love, because we do graphic novels fairly often, I think, Every other episode or every third episode, we somehow end up with one because they're just so fun. Absolutely. But we had, we had never done a superhero, also known as capes and tights within the genre. But what I really love about Squirrel Girl, even though she is a superhero, she's really not. I mean, like, she, she definitely is, but she's not your stereotypical capes and tights superhero. Well, so she... She references Deadpool a lot. Uh, yeah. Deadpool and her are buddies. And it's because they've got the same funny, quirky sense of humor. So if you want like a PG version of Deadpool, Squirrel Girl has you covered. <laughs> yes. Well, and I also, I'm sure we'll get into this a lot more in, in our in-depth discussion in a moment. But like when I think of capes and tights, female superheroes they are tight tights and and unitards and a lot of female superheroes especially like early on were like all thighs and booties and boobies and squirrel girl definitely has thighs for days and some booty but like she's covered and i love i love her her curviness her thickness um, she's not that Barbie thin female superhero with tits and ass in your face all day. And I really love that about her. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we're kind of already into the middle of our discussion, but yeah, let's take a, 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 a pause for a quick second and we'll come back to revisit that because I definitely want to bring that up too. I am drinking, you rolled for a milkshake. And I'm drinking my twist of a French 75 because I didn't want to go to the liquor store. I've been really good about not going to places. 
other than work because I have to go there. <laughs> but I wanted to see if I could make this out of my house. And so I did with a cider from Gypsy Cider. Um, we have some gin and some lemon juice in the fridge. And then I use grenadine. And I'm going to put a picture up on our Instagram page because it's it looks just it's per it's perfect. It's this beautiful like rosy pink color, and whoo whoo! It's got some tang to it because it's very lemony, but it's really good. I like it. Sorry, I just I'm tasted so it for, for y'all. <laughs> so thanks for the weird suggestion. Before we recorded, she showed me what all she had mixed into this and showed me the drink. And the first thing I asked was, how does it taste? And she goes, I don't know yet. And I've been so concerned for you. <laughs> I'm so glad that it tastes good. <laughs> I have to be honest with our listeners. I am not having a milkshake, even though that's what I rolled for. I've been diagnosed with gestational diabetes. Ooh, and yeah. so oh. um, my because of my blood pressure and... The diabetes. We're trying to cook this baby as long as we can. So my doctor has limited me to water only for the rest of this pregnancy. And I miss soda so much. I miss milkshakes. Milkshakes were my vice. Um, I never did get that one red glass of wine this whole pregnancy. I kept saving it for a special moment. Yeah. And and <laughs> the opportunity has come and gone. Absolutely. So I'm behaving myself i have water it is um fuji natural artesian water because or fiji fiji natural artesian water because if i have to suffer through things that taste like nothing i want them to at least sound impressive i think that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and it just feels fancier it feels like your glass of vino yeah not so really, that is but I can tell you that and maybe I, you can imagine it for a second. Well, why don't I have a glass of red wine for you in just a minute when I fit? This drink is really very tangy and sour. I think it's because I use grenadine instead of simple syrup. But like grenadine's got a lot of sugar in it. It's got 22 grams of sugar. I think it's the combination of the the lemon cider and the lemon juice that you use <laughs> i did use lemon cider however this lemon basil cider it's called mountain meditator from gypsy circus is baller like it's really good oh so good i think we gave them a business shout out recently too i think so episodes. but yeah it's really awesome so i'm gonna put it up on our our page all right well so we have heard that um, you're trying to cook that egg a little longer. And how's school yep. going? Is school crazy? I, I'm like, do listeners, do you all have like teachers in your lives? Because I, I hear that touches a lot of situations right now. So school has been an absolute circus and not, not through the fault of anybody at any level the the cases in our county are on the rise and so naturally as we're seeing more cases across the county we're also seeing more cases in the school system the elementary and middle school in our community ended up going on red status that means they've closed for two weeks 
Um, but the high school is still open. So like kudos to our high school kids. They're practicing social distancing. They're wearing their masks. They're doing what they need to do for us to remain open. But we've had like more cases in the last three weeks than I can count on two hands. Well, um, haven't our numbers exceeded what we did at the beginning? Like it yeah. higher numbers now than we did. Um, at one point, I so I have I have sixty two students that attend in person every day in my classroom, and then I have like another um, another sixty or so that are online only. But out of my sixty in person a day students, I had fourteen that were quarantined due to contacts with positive cases. I had three positive students. They've all since recovered. Everyone is healthy. Most of them are back at school. Sorry. <laughs> Technology. Um, but yeah, so the, the big problem is because we have so many people on our Wi-Fi in the building, so many people accessing the school servers from outside of the building, our, our online coursework, our online system keeps crashing. They're having server problems. The websites are having server problems. The companies are rolling out updates as fast as they can to try to fix these issues, but then updates don't take. So like the other week I was just trying to teach my class. Like all I wanted them to do was access a Google document and we had to try like eight different ways for them to finally get to it while I was being observed by another lead teacher in our building. And like, I just rolled with it. Cause like, We've had so many technology problems. I'm like, oh, plan A didn't work. Well, here's plan B. Nope, C, let's go for it. All right, you need plan E. You're on plan F. Sounds good. And the observer was like, I'm really impressed that no matter what happened, you just could roll with it. But, like, it's so exhausting. It is so exhausting. And in the middle of that class, I had two students go home on quarantine I had another student, like, like I'm in the middle of teaching and I just walk over and I'm like, I need you to stand up, go to the bathroom, wash up to your elbows. I'm going to Clorox your desk. When you come back, I need you to sit in this other desk because the positive student had been sitting there the block before. And so she, I mean, she did like, didn't even bat an eye. The, the kid just like stood up, walked out of the room, washed her hands up to her elbows, came back, sat down at her new desk. Like nothing had happened. It was a totally normal day at school for everybody involved. And the fact that that is our normal is so concerning, but like, I'm so blessed to work with the kids that I do that they, they're like, Oh, my teacher's got this, whatever. Like, I'm just going to do what she says and everything's going to be fine. Well, and that's, that shows that you're a good teacher as well, though, just to kind of prop you up for a second, because you have that, that relationship established with them where they trust you. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so it's a nightmare all around. Huh? Yeah, and, <laughs> and like, but the kids are doing so good with it, and the parents are being as understanding as they can. Like, there's frustrations all the way around. Every day I have kids ask me, why are we still here? Yeah. And I'm like, because learning's important, That's and because government. I like seeing your faces. Well. But yeah, like, there's there's some failings from the leadership at the very, very top. But Well, all the way down, really. We're doing the best that we can, and, and I appreciate my kiddos for that. Yeah, so everybody stay home for the holidays, you know, do video yeah. conferencing, videos. You know, we all are not, you know, happy about this, but we've got to make this work so that we can get through this winter and hopefully still have Christmas. 
my family's canceled all of our Thanksgiving plans. Like we are not, we are not doing Thanksgiving this year. We aren't either as a family. Like we might do something outdoors somewhere, but we're not going to, not in a, not on mass. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the, the only things we're doing, like, I think we're going to go over to my mom's for dessert, but like my mom takes care of my two-year-old every other yeah, weekend anyway. So sure. Already in the quarantine circle. So like, like my aunt is getting together with my cousin and her girls and my grandmother because they're a quarantine circle, but they're not breaking that circle. Um, so like at least everyone will have family to spend it with. Yeah. But um, it's a little different this year. That's all. It's a little different. Yeah. We're going to zoom call it up though. It'll, it'll be good. Well, let's uh let's kind of get into the unbeatable squirrel girl if people are still with us a few minutes into the program. <laughs> Sorry guys, but we wanted to it's been a little bit since we've talked with you all, but it's also just it's just been weird in general, I think as people and as communicators and as podcasters, as artists, as workers, it's just it's weird. So we kind of just wanted to let you all in on just some of the behind the scenes. In, in in a place where a lot of people forget about the teachers, you know? I, I'm hoping as this pandemic continues, people, like, especially people that are, like, getting stuck with their kid at home for two weeks at a time, will start to remember the teachers. Yeah, I mean, you have your own kids, too, on top of this. And about yeah. to pop out another one, so... You'd be taking a break regardless. <laughs> well, break is not the correct word. It's in italics. Oh no, I'm 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 to like I'm counting down the days. I have seven work days that someone could expose me to COVID, and every day that I make it home, I'm like, yes, one less COVID exposure work day well, in the book. That's why we're doing this via this weird technology. So you probably won't have our intro music this time, and that's cool. I mean, I could add it, but it's weird. The whole Spotify thing is ridiculous. Podcasting yeah. is weird and easy and not for people with no money. <laughs> yes. <sighs> anyway, we'll figure that one out. Um, but so I want to talk about the unbeatable squirrel girl because I, even though this was my pick and even though I have loved other variations of squirrel girl, I hadn't read this one. I hadn't read the unbeatable squirrel girl and I, it, I love the art. She looks fantastic. I just was like, ugh, you know, people keep messing with my squirrel girl. And I just, this is, this was, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. It's by Eric Nord. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was saying this is one of my favorite iterations of Squirrel Girl. I could not agree with you more. And they give us a glimpse of the original appearance. So, like, we get to see the issue where she first made her Stan Lee Presents appearance. And it was a lot of fun. And I can definitely see where, um, not Eric North, Ryan North and Erica Henderson, she drew, she did the art behind this this reiteration um ryan north kind of he is very smart very intelligent very funny and witty and he he totally matched up with the tone that stan lee introduced her with Mm -hmm. but yeah erica henderson knocked it out of the park and if did you read all the letters yes i love the letters from the nuts i love it 
like the squirrel girl nuts like i guess that's what they call their fans or what ryan yeah. of course ryan north was pushing this i know it was him who was behind that just based off of his humor <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny but Erica Henderson gets that question a lot. Like, why did you make her so thick and juicy and wonderful and awesome like a real person? Thank you so much for doing that. And she keeps answering that. And I think they keep putting that letter in for a reason. Well, and it's it's because so many female superheroes traditionally have not been thick and juicy. But, like... I don't know if if Wonder Woman really is going to kick some butt like she needs some thigh muscles well and Wonder Woman is an Amazon she's supposed to be a lot bigger not the same size as Superman you know what I mean yeah supposed to be a large muscled warrior warrior woman so it's just weird to me that we don't have more of these awesome ladies but like they even she even talks in one of the first issues of the unbra- the unbeatable squirrel girl she's like her big old booty and it's super cute and awesome and i just loved it i think she was super cute and fun if if i were to cosplay a superhero it would be squirrel girl because her body type is similar to mine well, and i i feel like i would just feel comfortable in her costume and you have short hair and you frequently dye variants of red, and you're super, yep. super sassy, but usually very PG to low G friendly because you're a school teacher. And I really wish that I could talk to squirrels. Okay, so I don't know if I've told you this before, but I'm like, it's like my micro fear. I'm very super scared of squirrels. <laughs> That is something I have never heard about you before. <laughs> they really scare me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever told you this, but when I was in middle and into high school, there was a squirrel that had gotten some sort of injury that I rehabbed on my dad's back porch. Aww. He had three legs. I named him Chester and he lived in the um, tree there was like a, a, what is that? The kind of tree that has like crab apple. It was a crab apple tree. And he lived in this crab apple tree. And he would, anytime I went on the back porch with sunflower seeds, he would come down the tree and eat out of my hand with his little three legs. Aww. And um, I took care of him for a good four years until he just disappeared one day. I like to think that he got married and started a little squirrel family a few trees down the block. I think so. Um, it's probably more likely that he was eaten because he only had three legs but i disagree with that entirely i think that he found a different little locale he got some pheromone scents a few trees down yeah so but yeah chester the squirrel he was he was pretty awesome i think that chester the squirrel would have fit in very well with uh what are their names Oh, her little tippity, squirrel pet? Tippity Toe and Monkey Joe and what are some of the other ones throughout the Squirrel Girl reiterations? Um, Those are the only two I know and that's because it was in this comic. <laughs> yeah. I really want to say that she had one named Tippy at one point. Well, this is Tippy Toe. Tippy. Okay, yes. 
Um, Tippy's the one with the cute little bow, right? Yeah, Tippy Toe. She's super cute um, and funny. She is. I like. I love her little bow. Yeah, I really like that she was hiding in the Avengers attic, and it made it seem like maybe they didn't know that she was in their attic. I guess the Great Lakes attic. Because the last time we saw Squirrel Girl, she was in the Great Lakes edition, according to this comic, and I've done a little bit of looking it up. I need to find that comic. I'm sure that I can find it in the shop. But I mean, I'm sure that give my husband two hours and he could find it in our house. Oh, too. that's true. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to catch up on some old Squirrel Girl. I think that'd be fun. What was can your I favorite say... part of all of the issues? Um, my favorite part is this like weird, awkward mud outfit thing it's not but but, I mean, it's squirrels it's, it's squirrels but like it just it it was very swamp thing-esque to me oh girl i'm reading alan moore's version of swamp thing right now and he very much gives that um or the muck from scooby-doo <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like it's it's this costume for our, for our listeners. It's this costume that she's wearing of like all squirrel bodies. It's not a costume. They're her. like they're joined together they're really and cool. hugging each other. Yeah. It's called a webbing. Let's call it a webbing. A webbing a of netting, squirrels. A net of squirrels. <laughs> she's, she's wearing hundreds of squirrels. True. That are working together. Yes. As as an outfit that covers her whole body. I mean, they just, they're just normal squirrels. They don't have superpowers, but they are just, they're, when they work together, there's nothing that they can't do. Well, and I want to talk about that in a minute too, but yeah, this, this made me think of a lot of, I'm so glad you said Scooby-Doo because that's really spot on. Um, But yeah, the, the swamp thing, and I know, I know that Stanley didn't have much to do with swamp thing, but it was, it was just very, it harkened back to an older time in comics that I really appreciated. And that's why I kind of thought that I really wanted to give Ryan North credit on this is because it was very close to the heart of the original Squirrel Girl, but she looks more proper. It's much more PC, and I hate to use those letters together, but you know what I mean. It's, it's much more PC. Yeah. It's much more realistic. It's much more representative of a lot. And I think there's a lot of growth in this comic. And it breaks the fourth wall a lot like Deadpool. I keep bringing D- Deadpool up, but Deadpool cards are throughout this. Deadpool humor is clearly an influence to Squirrel Girl. Or not an influence, but they they merge well. And like she probably felt like she found, a, oh my gosh, there's somebody out here like me. Um, yeah. But it's it's just so fun and witty and smart and... I keep using those words, but it, it really got me excited to read a comic again for the first time in a long time. Like, really excited. She, um... What I like about her is, like, she tries really hard and is often successful at considering other people. And I just think we need more of that in the world. Right, like her roommate, her college roommate Nancy, and Mew. Who doesn't want to read that fan fiction? Cat Thor. I want to read Cat Thor. 
yes please like when i saw cat thor i could see you giggling and being like yes this is the mew mew <laughs> i need in my life the muner <laughs> yeah. so speaking of muner did you see all the little texts at the bottom no okay so on every single page there's a little there's another comic that's going along beside it's like director's commentary if you watch I if you go back it. and watch it it's Ryan North and he's writing all these little like it's like a secret it's like a little little breadcrumb and I noticed it on the first one because I'm that person I, I love footnotes more than anything and so I always look for footnotes and there's I was like oh there's a footnote it's really that's weird and then I realized there's one on every page and it's very funny I did not notice that at all it's it's so small and i read without my glasses on because that's what legally blind people should do all the time (laughs) (laughs) i'm really now amazed like that must be your superpower to be able to kind of make sense of things when you are not able to wear your glasses (laughs) yeah no there's like a little mini comic going on on the bottom it's super fun with with that context now yeah it's you actually can just read that because i i read the whole comic series i read it with it because i really enjoyed it and then i I was asking myself that question and i was like well maybe i just want to see if it's if it's possible and um it was. It was very fun. It was It was a good way to kind of like refresh myself on what I had just read. This is so amazing. You've opened my world to a whole new aspect <laughs> of this book that I didn't know existed. Well, and also um, one of the little letters was a guy had written, um, you know, thanks so much. Can you make the little letters at the bottom a little darker? I've got old eyes. And they did. They made it a little bit darker and just a smidge darker and a smidge taller. So it's still pretty hidden at the bottom. You have to be looking for it, but it's not as bad on old eyes as the first part. I read that letter and I was like, what is this person talking about? Yeah. And yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> My favorite is so Squirrel Girl, I thought was a comic that was made for Whitney. When I opened it up and read the first two pages, um, especially the first few panels, because A, I have a dirt face a lot of the time. Um, B, I frequently go out in tails or ears or some sort of costume because I think it's fun. And then C, I hum my own theme song all the time. And I have that question all the time. What would your theme song be? Who Like, what does your song sound like when you're walking around in your movie, in your mind? Because I have one. And so does Squirrel Girl. <laughs> if if it's putting you on the spot too much, you can tell me to shove off. But will you sing your theme song for us? No. That is in your head. Not right now. But <laughs> um, <laughs> Squirrel Girls. Um, so I was, I was singing it, right? And it was like, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, she's a human and also a squirrel. And I was like singing along and I was blah, blah, blah. And I was doop, doop, doop. And, and at the very bottom of the words, it says, um, you now have the Spider-Man theme song stuck in your head for the rest of this issue. You're welcome. And at the very first panel, when she's singing to herself, I wrote down, humming and singing her own theme song, The Dirt Face, It Must Be a Whitney. And I said, I sing it to the theme of Spider-Man. And then I find out. It's Spider-Man. 
That's awesome. So, like, I definitely I'm, think I'm in this comic. <laughs> I do not wear tails out. Um, and I have been told that I have RBF, not derp face. Um, but I also sing my own theme song when I'm really stressed. But my theme song is always the da 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 From Mario Brothers. Yeah. And like, but like Garen has noticed because like he he drives us everywhere, but every once in a while I drive, and when I'm in a parking lot trying not to hit pedestrians, like that is what I'm singing under my breath. And Garen, like, there's been several times where Garen looks over and he's like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Well, they're they're no different than like Koopas. Like you have to avoid them." Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, seriously, you can't drive through a parking lot without pretending that you're in a video game? And I'm like, dude, it's reverse Frogger. Just like, I haven't hit a pedestrian yet. Let me do my job. <laughs> That's really funny and a whole lot of freaky because you know that like when one of my tics when I'm getting really nervous and kind of going manic and freaking out is I do that under my breath. Same theme song. Yes. Yeah, that's for something super about, freaky. Something about, something about Mario just helps me get through a, a tough moment. I think that I gave your child the Wahoo. I think we figured it out. It's Wahoo from that's really weird. Yeah. Sorry. We have a lot of really weird. We talked about how HP Lovecraft has got subversive, not subversive, but like his tentacles and all of the the weird things in the world. I think Mario does too, man. For us 80 kids, speaking yes, of Mario Wahoo. Mario kick lately. His favorite thing is to watch people play Mario on YouTube. And and of course he's almost three, so he knows what Santa Claus is now. And the only thing that he keeps asking for, he asks, he tells me that he wants Santa Claus to bring him miracles, which I think is really adorable. And Mario. Nice. And um, so like all he wants is like Mario toys, which are really hard to find for a three-year-old. Um that's so, funny. <laughs> which might be why he's asking for miracles. Well, maybe I can figure out something. i I might have some like fleece and stuff we can look at. So I'll I'll talk to you about that after the show. But um, um the last thing I wanted to talk about in Squirrel Girl and and is just you touched on it a minute ago. The the fact that all of these squirrels have no superpowers whatsoever, they just have the the collective power of togetherness and cooperation. And I I love that message about Squirrel Girl. Like her only superpower really is talking to squirrels. Communication is her superpower. But and communication is really important throughout all four issues of Squirrel Girl. Like that's how I'm she going defeats to every single one of the villains, and it's not even defeat. Right My child is coming to find me. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that's okay. Um, what I was saying was that Squirrel Girl uses the power of communication to defeat, and in air quotes, defeat all of the villains. Like, yes, she actually doesn't defeat them. She talks to them and befriends each and every one of them. Yes. But like the, the power of friendship, the power of communication, the power of working together, like that's such a nice message in today's world. Yeah. 
I mean, like, makes- let's not forget, she does, you know, kick butts and eat nuts. So, oh yeah, like she does. Like it's she's not all about the power of love and jazz and stuff. But like togetherness is really key, and like having no superpowers and working together can get you a lot of places. I mean, kind of look where Ooh. we're trying to be right now. <laughs> Yeah. And we've got a lot more work to do. Like, let's get some squirrel energy. We need to all eat a bunch of different nuts. There's macadamia nuts and cashews and pecans. Pecans? Are you a pecan or pecan? I like pecan pie, but I also like pecans by themselves. So you're a weirdo and I'm you you are chaotic evil. <laughs> Today you rolled thing. chaotic evil. <laughs> I do the same thing if it's if if there's caramel in my chocolate or if I'm eating a caramel. Oh, you're so, super weird, lady. Yeah, definitely chaotic evil. Um it's pecan. <laughs> just saying. It's pecan whether you're eating pecans. Or it's pecan, whether you're eating a pecan pie. It's pecan. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm so sad that I can't eat pecan pie for Thanksgiving this year. You are blasphemous lady and I'm ignoring you and I'm going to go. I don't want to quit talking about Squirrel Girl. Can we, can you give me one more minute listeners? Absolutely. Or maybe I'm, two. I'm agreeing. I need two because because I think it was issue two. So in issue two, we get is it like it's been out for a little while. Can I spoil who comes in in issue two? Yes, will it? Okay. If they don't know this by now, they're not going to read it. Well, so the cover <laughs> of issue two is Squirrel Girl surfing on a silvered Iron Man suit. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, it's Galactus. Like, do you know who yeah, Galactus I, is? Yeah, he's the world eater. Yeah. And Galactus always has a herald. And that's usually the Silver Surfer. So I was like, that looks like the Silver Surfer, but it's not. It totally looks like the Iron Man. And I was like, it's really weird. And Al and I were trying to figure out what it was. And I was like, I think that this means that like something's big's coming. And you could clearly see Galactus is right there, but I was trying to envision it as if I wasn't. And I really right. didn't know it was Galactus. And that was really funny to me and very I, I laughed so hard. And I was I wrote down um Silver Surfer question mark. And then later I wrote I marked that out and wrote Iron Man. And then later I got to mark it back out and write down Silver Surfer again because they showed they broke the fourth wall again. And showed the old Galactus and the Silver Surfer, (laughs) which was awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize that that is what the original Silver Surfer's costume had looked like. Because I grew up with the, the, well, I say I grew up with, I watched on reruns, the Silver Surfer cartoon. Right. Um, And so, like, I didn't realize how much like Iron Man Silver Surfer originally looked until I read this comic. Yeah, th- it was really fun, and I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed that little, you know, that he's the, one of the footnotes at the bottom talks about Galactus being an icon of fashion, and I really enjoyed that a lot. I giggled, <laughs> because he is, he totally is, 
And seeing the different Galactus, like different species or life forms, see Galactus as their life form, kind of like the Yahweh of Christian religion. I thought that was really funny because he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's just a dude wearing the horns and a suit. And she's like, oh, I guess it's not any different. And he failed to say it's a giant fucking squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I also did you see the iron squirrel? I think it's the beginning of the next the very next issue, issue three. Oh yeah, no, he's he's in that issue, same issue. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. He the iron squirrel looked like the thing, but with a um astronaut hat. Like well, if like the thing this- and the squirrel from SpongeBob had an affair. Oh yeah, like Sandy? Oh yeah, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um but, like, she falls out of this tree and her tail, like, her giant iron tail, like, cunks her in the head. And I wanted to be like, who who thought that that squirrel who needs tail for balance would, like, cover it in irons? A good idea. Well, she thought it was. And she's supposed she to be thought expert on squirrels. <laughs> but, like, it obviously failed her. And so, uh, like. <laughs> well, I love at the top of all the episodes, or episodes, listen to me. We've obviously been binging during COVID. Um, I love yeah. at the top of all the issues, they've got something funny. Like, so how Squirrel Girl has the social media mm-hmm. lines. I think that's really funny. And she's got, like, where her and the squirrel are talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Tippy Toe's really funny. Yeah. I need, I, I want a Tippy Toe in my life. You have, like, five of them. These are cats, they're different. Well, I really, I really enjoyed this comic a lot. I want every single, I want the the Deadpool cards, trading cards. I want those. Yeah. I want that to somehow be a reality. I really want the Deadpool deck itself because if you read the bottom, um, it says that all the like the bottom little words, it all there's a Deadpool deck of the villains to all the villains throughout the thing so we saw cards 15 16 one and another one i can't remember i didn't write it down but then we also got to see one of the the villains accessory cards so it kind of reminded me of magic or munchkin really it was more like munchkin cards yeah um but then it said at the bottom it's it's it said there's also a deadpool's cards to all the superheroes but it's it's majority like 90 something percent of the cards are Deadpool in different positions, taking pictures, taking selfies, doing poses, Mm -hmm. wearing different costumes. (laughs) Speaking of different costumes, did you have at the back of the book, a favorite variant cover? I did, but for a very weird reason. Okay. Um, I didn't like, I, I, I liked all of them for starters. I thought the little kid one was funny. I think that the kid one is your favorite. Is it? Or the my- issue number one by Scotty Young? Yeah. I really like Scotty Young's art. And we got to meet Scotty Young at a convention a few years ago. And he's a pretty awesome person. But that one is not my favorite. Okay. Um, my favorite... Yeah, what is it? It's actually um, the issue number three variant by Jill Thompson. 
the bird feeder one yes okay so it's really funny because when I saw that Jill Thompson one what I immediately thought is she actually nailed the original squirrel girl art yes she looks just like the original squirrel girl like that's the best rendition of the original she's tall lanky she's got the the face and the lips down pat she's got the haircut down pat like i Mm -hmm. think but she's wearing the the garb of the new one i thought that that looked just like the original well and i like the humor in this one of like squirrel girl also being like a squirrel trying to steal from the bird feeder oh i think it's brilliant which one do you think is my favorite? Um, I, like I think that your favorite is the issue three variant cover. Um, I'm going to butcher this person's name by Guri Hiru. Oh, how did you? Okay, so I almost picked issue variant, issue one variant cover by Arthur Adams and Paul Mounts. Because I am one of those people who I love the posters that has like a thousand different characters in it. And you get to find a new Easter egg every time you look at the picture. Like, yeah. I love that there's so many fun things in this. And it kind of tells what's about to come up in Squirrel Girl. I think it gives a little thing, a little hints at what's coming up. Yeah. Um, but I also, you're right. That's that that was my other favorite. <laughs> I'm just I love the the innocence and joy on Squirrel Girl's face in the Guri Hiru cover. Yeah, and the little icing on her chin. And I love that she's cooking because cooking is one of my little joys. And I love making pies. I'm not a cake person, but I love pies. So like the idea and the little squirrel stuffing his jaws, the the squirrel hidden in the acorn cake, um, all the like the dishes in the sink, the nuts in the peanut jar. And I just it just was awesome. I like I totally loved it. Looking at these squirrels helping her to various degrees, it reminded me very much of like Cinderella with her mice. Yeah. <laughs> and the squirrel stuffing his face with that acorn is totally Gus it's Gus Gus. Squirrel. Gus. I know, and Gus Gus is my favorite. <laughs> I think we talked about that on our kids' episode. <laughs> yeah. I just love that one. Yeah, that was my favorite. And so in the Avengers Attic, did you see the um the the room shield accordion thing like where you change you change clothes behind it yes it had all the different avengers on it it was so cool um in the original avengers i'm also really glad that they like got rid of squirrel girl's eye makeup for this newer squirrel girl yeah well it was very it was, it was supposed to be like harlequin yeah but it was cringy it has different connotations now but yeah for sure like i'm like I'm, I'm very pleased. It, the variant cover by the one that you like, Jill, whatever. That was, yeah. that was exactly what the modernized version of that is. It's just, she was perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for staying with us on this, guys. This was a little fast and loose and off the cuff and not as scripted. Not that we're not scripted because all we do is do a little thing at the top, but we do kind of practice a little bit just to kind of feel good about it and all that jazz. So you got a little bit, I'm a little bit like ramped up to you a little bit, kind of not manic, but almost there kind of thing. So it's exciting. Everything's very exciting (laughs) and very fast. Well, and, and it's been a while since we've recorded. So we're a little bit rusty on that front and we're digital. So yeah, it's hard to take weird things. Each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Heather, I know that you probably are not in a situation to be able to read this. So I'm going to talk about the Fox 
it for fuck's sake. I'm going to just read the little blurb that's about it, but I want you to talk about it and tell us about for fuck's sakes, if, if that's okay. cool with you. I'll let you read, and then I will tell our listeners all about them. Yeah. So, at For Fox's sake, we believe that all wild animals deserve to live free lives as part of the natural ecosystem. When wild animals are orphaned, injured, sick, or otherwise in need of help, we work to stabilize, treat them, and to release them to their native environment. We also help to educate the public to minimize human-wildlife conflicts to protect both human health and the natural world. How is that, teacher? <laughs> so tell us about uh, for fox sake so when we picked squirrel girl we wanted to highlight a local business that um also helps animals because squirrel girl cares very greatly for animals especially squirrels especially and for fox steak um and and I don't want like Apple to censor us if we ever get back on their platform or whatever, Spotify um, for Fox sake, F O X sake is a, a nonprofit rehabilitation company that takes wild animals that have been injured um, or orphaned. They rehab them. They release them back out into the wild, ready to be members of wild society again. Um, but they also, um, they, they take more than just foxes. Um, they specialize in fox, skunk, badger. Um, but they also take the occasional squirrel. Um, when local squirrel rehabbers are overfilled, they're right here in East Tennessee. And a lot of people don't know that they are here. I had no idea um, who they were. When you said that, I giggled at you. I was like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they're super low-key, small organization. Um, but they help so many animals a year. They also put fabulous articles on their website that educate about like, okay, so you think you found this baby deer that's abandoned. Well, is it really abandoned? Here's how you can find out. And so like you read the article and you learn like, oh, that mommy left that baby there for a reason. I should leave that baby alone. But if you're still worried, here's the signs that you can watch for that mommy may have really like gotten hit by a car somewhere and isn't coming back or whatever. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, like the educational pieces on their website are absolutely fantastic. Um, and they just do really great work. They try really hard to never turn an animal away. Um, and if the animal can be saved, they work really hard to save it. If it's, if it's going to be too cruel to keep that animal alive, then obviously they take care of that animal in the most humanely way possible. But um, their goal is really to just keep these animals going. Yeah. And that's fantastic. That's super cool. Yeah, thanks for letting us know about it. And definitely you all check it out. We're going to have the website page in our show notes. And um, Heather, do you have a dice to roll? I do not. I'm going to let you roll for okay. me. I've got, oh, do you ooh. want purple or teal? Um, purple, but I'm drinking water. But you roll a nat 20. No. That would have been the That would have been the Yeah, but that's the next time we record. You might be having a baby like any day now. Oh, I know. So the next time we record, you have a nat 20. If it still has to be water, I'm going to give you an inspiration point to roll that over until the next time. Excellent. And I rolled a five. So 
that's weird. And I'm going to roll one more for the story. This is your pick. Um, you rolled a nine. Ooh, what's a nine on our list? Um, I don't know what a nine is. I'm going to have to look. Give me two seconds, y'all. Okay, so a nine is Cosmo Magazine article. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be rich. Do you have to do Cosmo? <laughs> I mean, if you want to pick a different why smut magazine, pick, why don't we just make it a magazine article? And if you still want it to be Cosmo, if you find a Cosmo article that you think is very funny and to our readers, then nail it. <laughs> Excellent. But we're we're gonna say that Cosmo is the suggested magazine article, Absolutely. and then you could pick something different if you wanted. <laughs> Um, but your do you want to know what your drink is? Yeah. Oh, I think that's Roro. Uh, so your it drink is, is a, a glass of red wine. So yeah. <laughs> you just talked about it. I'll drink your red wine for you tonight for sure. My okay. five is a uh, hard tea. So we'll see that happening. Excellent. All right, y'all. Um, so let's see here. We are going to be reading a magazine article, possibly Cosmo. Um, and I'll be roasting Cosmo. You can read Cosmo and tell us the good things, and I'll just play the roast. Or maybe you'll roast with oh. me. Who knows? I mean, I was going to roast it right along with you, nice. especially the horoscope section. I can't wait to take that one apart. Maybe we'll do a quiz. That'll be fun. Don't they have quizzes? <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, we had a fun one off today. Thank you for putting up with us. And power girl squirrel girl power for sure all the way we uh love kicking butts and eating nuts so follow our quest on twitter instagram or facebook (laughs) mostly instagram sometimes facebook a little bit of twitter (laughs) may the dice always be in your favor can you say roll well roll well Hi. He says hi. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> Roll well, guys. <laughs> Roll well. <laughs> that was so close. I really thought he was going to say, Roll well. No. All right. So, roll well, Roland. Bye, guys. Bye, listeners. Oh, wait. And I'm going to play music. Don't leave. There we go. <laughs> Bye, guys.